0: This is Retirement Talk with Del Lowry, episode 13. What do you do? I hear this question so often. What do you do? I never know how to respond. Easy to answer that question when one is working at a job. I teach. I'm a lawyer. I drive truck. I farm, etc., But when one retires, then it's not so easy. You can't just say, I'm retired, and be honest. That doesn't really answer the question as to what you really do. It is just too vague. It says that you have reached a stage in life where you do not hold a job, but it leaves unanswered the question, what do you do? If you answer honestly, To this question, it is impossible to give a short answer. I thought in this podcast I would like to illustrate the difficulty. I know some people who say they don't know what they would do if they were retired. Well, my experience tells me that you will or can be very busy, busy doing exactly what you want to. This week, was pretty normal in most ways. Seven mornings of the week started with Tai Chi and a short walk. Not a lot of time, but important to the rest of the day. Following the Tai Chi and walk on the five weekdays came two hours of classical guitar and then one to one and a half hours of exercise. That was my mornings during the week. Brenda, my wife's, consisted of an hour and a half of painting in her studio and then joining me for exercise in one form or another three of the mornings it was biking one of the mornings we walked into terrific wind out along the shores of bellingham bay this was for exercise and excitement whenever the wind blows really really strong we like to take a walk by the water and feel the excitement of waves crashing into the shore water spraying high and wide taste the salt on our lips and watch shorebirds battle the wind it is exercise for the heart in more ways than one two mornings of the week I lift weights Brenda lifted one day I rowed a couple of days on my Concepts One rowing machine Brenda rowed one day A short rest always follows lunch. I like to think it was a nap, but in most cases, it is just 20 minutes or so of listening to talk radio and being lazy, letting the body catch a breath and the mind sort of wander. This is very valuable time. I'm sure all who take afternoon naps know exactly what I'm talking about. Each afternoon, I spent at least two hours working on creating these podcasts. Sometimes another hour or two followed in the evening. I like to think of this as my community project for the year. The community in this case being people who are retired or on the verge. This past week, I spent about 20 hours recording and trying to figure out related technological stuff. But the high point of every afternoon has to be our time in the local coffee shops. We try to spend at least one hour sitting in one and enjoying a great cup of coffee, talking to friends. Brenda does crossword. I read a magazine or newspaper. Sometimes I write a podcast episode. There is something about a coffee shop that is so civil people sipping a carefully crafted drink open to discussion lost in reading writing on the laptop or just staring off into space we love the coffee shop part of our day we rarely miss it and what of the evenings this was halloween week we were in vancouver and went to some friend's house i went trick-or-treating With their kids and mother a former student of mine it was great to walk around on a crisp clear fall night with all that young excitement and the salmon dinner and conversation that followed didn't hurt either a play at a local repertoire company took up another evening a play written incidentally by one of our baristas what fun it was made special when five other baristas, whom we know by name, walked in and sat in the row right in front of us. A great evening. It's a lot of baristas, I know, but we go to each week about five different coffee shops, and we seem to know many baristas. The following night was dinner at some friend's house where we indulged in spicy Moroccan lamb stew, served over couscous, accompanied by cucumber and yogurt salad, topped by a chocolate pudding to die for. I almost forgot to mention the two bottles of wine. We all share the delight that comes from eating new dishes, a crackling fire and thoughtful conversation. Yes, conversation. It is an art, and these two friends are pros. Hours speed by while we settle life's essential questions. The following day found us with another dinner at our house with other friends. We lingered around a table of some sort of pasta dish, accented with sausage and chicken in some sort of sauce. Our friend's 11-year-old daughter, Sarah, made a lemon meringue pie for the occasion. We loved the tart flavor and praised her gallant success. The week drew to an end on Sunday, which saw us spending the morning with a newspaper phone conversation with our children, probably like a lot of Americans, then a bike ride and our drive into the city to start a new week. Here, we lingered in our favorite Brew pub over pizza and beer, talking to the bartenders where we are regular Sunday night visitors. Then a movie on DVD, and that takes care of the week. Retired life is busy, busy in a good way. I suppose I have left out some things, like a few hours in the garden, a visit to the doctor, cleaning the house, doing the laundry. My point in all of this is to illustrate how difficult it is to tell someone what we are doing in retirement. I suppose our life would seem boring to some, but it is just exactly what we want to do at the time. Retirement can be a time for self-direction and self-affirmation. Nietzsche would love it. This is Del Lowry with Retirement Talk. You can find our website at retirementtalk.org.